everyone. I'm Tori. I'm Kiana. And this is Screening History, where we're talking about historical TV shows and movies and seeing just how well they accurately describe true history. So today we're going to be talking about Medici, season one. It's, um, I guess, a TV show based on the Medici family and um, their rise as masters of Florence, what season one is called. Before that, I guess... How was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, I went shopping on Sunday just to get a memorial dress or like, not dress, but like pants and a top for Memorial Day. What about you? Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Remembrance Day. For Remembrance Day. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of confused. There is a Memorial Day, but I think it's like... American. American, some other time I forget when but okay that's yeah. cool um yeah for me um what did I do Ooh, I uh, went to see my sister play volleyball I guess on Friday it was their like college's um opening weekend for the season um yeah so that was really fun watching them they uh won in three sets which was pretty amazing for volleyball yeah what are the sets um, yeah, so it's kind of like uh, best out of th- best out of five. So they won the first three sets, I guess, kind of winning the game. Yeah, it's oh, kind of okay. just like instead of like periods or quarters, it's sets. Sets. Yeah. Okay. That's the easiest way to describe We're it. We're totally off topic. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, today I guess we're talking about Medici. So. Um, I guess, what was one of your kind of, like, favorite episodes or scenes? My favorite scene was actually uh, episode four. Mm-hmm. And um, they had Constantina. Constantina? Consta... I think, it, yeah, Constantina. Constantina. Contesina. Contesina. Contesina, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to save Cosmo from yeah. execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she made a speech at the, cons- the Senorita. Senorita? Senorita? Senorita. Senorita. <laughs> yeah, and it's Italian. <laughs> it was a really amazing clip that we're going to show you right now. Throw her out! Women cannot be in here! Order! Get out Order! She has spoken to the army. I intend to listen. Sforza wants only the release of Cosimo de' Medici. Every man in this chamber owes Cosimo something. He has bailed out guilds. He has sponsored merchants. He has helped nobles, including Ronaldo Albizzi's own father, settle their debts. By thievery. No. No, by fair and honest trades. You think noble blood entitles you to rule the world. Not anymore. Florence cannot go back into the past where nobles ruled and peasants bowed. This republic is building itself to greatness, not on the finery of its aristocrats, but on the talents of its people. Cosimo's life has been dedicated to this city. And now you must save them both. How can you talk of saving Florence when Lorenzo threatens to burn it down?
So how did you think of the clip? Um, I really enjoyed that part um, when I watched it the first time. As, like, a more modern TV show, I found it really, like, I guess empowering for, like, young women to see it. Um, Definitely, uh, yeah, just seeing, you know, the uh, power, not necessarily, but, like, the strength of this woman and, like, wife of Cosimo that she would stand up so, like... Her love for her husband and just, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of inspiring and empowering for us. Um, Yeah, that was one thing that, like, I found when I was um, kind of looking at real history. Obviously, women wouldn't necessarily have much say in, like, um, I guess, power places like the Signoria. Um, but for the TV show, I found it, it really, um, yeah, helped me with the story. And the fact that she came on a horse Mm -hmm. and was just kind of like pushing her way through, it was just like, ah. Yeah. (laughs) It was, yeah, it was spectacular watching that. It's just, um, yeah, amazing. I didn't like how, um, she was treated afterwards though. From Cosmo, the way she was kind of like treated badly for trying to save his life, even though mm-hmm. he wanted to be like a mar martyr. Martyr, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, yeah, that really confused me too. At least like how long he held that grudge, because um, I think in the show it seems, sounds like he was exiled for at least a year. So that entire time he just like hated her for saving his life, which. It's so confusing. I cheated on her. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> that part got me so angry because, like, you know that, like, if she was there, she could totally help you and, like, get over all this, like, stuff that you're worrying about. Um, but instead, he lets this other lady just kind of come in. It's interesting. And the fact that it wasn't yeah. really in his character to cheat, like he didn't seem mm-hmm. like a womanizer. Yeah. So the fact that he did cheat, it was kind of like, why? Yeah, you know? it was confusing, especially like in, what was it, episode six, I think, was it? Um, when he was still exiled and like he even said like, no, I'm married and like rejected her so many times. But then, like, right when he's going to leave. <laughs> he gave in. He gave in to, yeah. It, yeah, boggles my mind. But I, I guess also Contesina also did. I mean, she kind, kind of, of. Yeah. But not to the extent as Cosimo, who actually, like, had sex with this lady. Mm-hmm. But she only, like, really. Just kissed. Kissed him and. It was interesting because, like, so, I guess, for people listening, Contesina was in love with another man um, before she had to marry Cosimo as, like, a deal with their parents. It was arranged. Um, So I kind of found it as, like, almost closure 
for that kind of relationship is like okay like now there's like no question about whatever she's still loyal to her family and her family's name which i thought was really cool yeah i think his name was enzo enzo yes Mm -hmm. yeah i found one of my favorite scenes was um in episode seven i think we have a clip on that too is when so basically to preface it they're trying to fill another spot in the senioria. I think it was because, um, oh, Albizzi. What was his first name? Yeah, Ronaldo Albizzi died, so they had to fill a new spot in the senioria. And so Cosimo has, like, so much sway in this vote that he decides to choose, like, some artisan, like, commoner. And, yeah, I just found it really interesting. So... Play the clip now. Boy, here! Mastro Bradani. Mr. Medici. Madonna. My father wishes to know if we can count on your loyalty. Well, of course. I am his loyal servant. What is it I can do for him? Piero ushers Bradani aside, and Lucrezia follows. They stand against a wall, and Piero hands him a letter. What is it I can do for him? Me? A member of the Signoria? If you would do my father the honor. <laughs> Who would look amongst the market stalls for a candidate? Only Cosimo de' Medici, a true man of the people. Wait, wait. My humble gift to your father. It's my best oil. Take it, take it, Mr. Medici, take it. I'll let him know you're pleased to accept. Thank you. Yeah, so um, what did you think about the clip, Cam? I actually like this part because it just shows how much power he has over people and the fact that mm-hmm. he was doing someone that wasn't noble or it was just for the people kind of thing. Yeah. It makes me think he cares about the people rather than just the power-hungry, wealthy men kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Like every other like nobleman, or even like Ronaldo, how he was just so like power hungry and about wanting to have the power. But I think what this clip even shows, um, the character says it in there. I forget his name, but um, that like um, the merchant. Oh, merchant! I forget his name, but he says like um, Cosmo de Medici's truly a for the people and something and it kind of just overarchs like the whole kind of family like um what would you say it is not uh values i guess is that they are a like a bank for the people and stuff like that and like how even the whole renaissance is um changing from rulers and peasants to like a mix of like middle class and the higher class and yeah um the lines are a bit more blurred which even in the first clip that you showed she kind of talks about that too which i find a really like um good thread throughout the whole series even that that is about democracy yeah and not Mm -hmm. nobles holding the power yeah yeah but technically 
near the end, it is Cosmo that holds most of the power anyways. Because you see mm-hmm. in one episode, I think it was number seven when they did pick the yeah. merchant, that uh, he had a special ring on, the mm-hmm. judge. Yeah. No, not the judge, but you know what I mean. The yeah. guy in charge had a special ring where he picked the right paper out of the bowl just to show Cosmo does indeed has, have the yeah. most of the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, I mean, pays tribute to the fact that they became, like, practically royalty in Florence. Though they weren't necessarily crowned kings and queens, but, like, it was pretty much They were pretty there. much kings. Yeah. Just, and that is true to the history part mm-hmm. of it. They were, the only thing that they weren't kings in is title only. Yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they were pretty much ruling Florence. So did you have any questions about the series overall? Overall? Um, yeah, while I was watching it, I found... So they were using the word usury a lot, and I was so confused what that actually meant. So I was like, I have to look this up. And there was kind of two different definitions I found. Um, one like a regular dictionary, um, the Cambridge Dictionary. And essentially it's like, in, what was it? It says, the activity of lending someone money with the agreement that will pay back a much larger sum. Oh, sorry, let me reread that. Let's try that again. Okay. (laughs) Um, The activity of lending someone money with the agreement that will pay back a much larger amount of money later, um, which basically means, like, interest. So, um, and the other dictionary that I found was, like, a Bible dictionary. So, I guess the term that they would be using it from is from biblical references that they kind of Mm -hmm. follow in their religion, I suppose, because um, I believe they were Catholics at the time, or, or, yeah, they were under the Pope. So that one said the sum of, the sum paid for the use of money, interest, um, and in the Bible it was said that Jews were forbidden to do so only in dealings with, like, each other internally. Um, and then, so I guess just looking at the show, yeah, you could kind of it was kind of hard to see why they were calling them out on usury, I guess, in a way. Oh. But, yeah, I don't know. What did you think of that? Well, they do mention it a lot mm-hmm. in the show, and I feel like we didn't get a lot of background onto why they would mention it in the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I feel like if it was nowadays, those are all the loans now, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't view it as a bad thing to be called a user 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 yeah user yeah but mm-hmm. back in then i guess it would be but how would they make their money otherwise if they weren't taking back more yeah. than what they would give mm-hmm. yeah and i guess that's what the issue was with like banks kind of coming around and like this like huge like bank that the medici had at some point like the culture was going to change and it was the renaissance which was like going from the medieval times into like like a modern well for them a modern like change of society and like culture and that stuff so 
something would have to happen. So I guess in a way they could have been in like quote unquote users, but in like the changing perspective of the word almost that like they didn't view themselves as it maybe more so because it was just work for them. Yeah, I think they were, uh, I haven't seen anything where they said they were dishonest in business. They're Mm -hmm. always viewed as honest people, so I don't think they were usurers. Yeah. But they were just being called out on it for no, I don't know if there's a reason behind it, but there was no reason given in the show that they were give that they were told to be users. Yeah. Um I didn't think about this point. Yeah. Until now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's okay. It um, is a good point though cuz I didn't realize mm-hmm. this while yeah. I was watching it. Um I could try and find a clip but maybe that they talk about it a little bit. Oh, was it hmm, was it in the episode where they were he wanted to build the dome but they had no money so he was gonna somehow something to do with like the pope and using their like the papal funds and oh, i don't remember i think it was when mm-hmm. they were um i know it was albizzi in the scene right i think it was at the senorita where they were calling him out as a user oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. i forgot what episode that was but I think it might have been that one. But they get called mm-hmm. users a lot, mainly by Albert yeah. <laughs> yeah. And probably some of the, sometimes the Patsy near the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that was, I guess, one question. Um, Do you have another one? Yeah, I was so confused. I Well, I mean, like, I didn't really trust the fact that he actually had a twin brother. Because, um, like, in, I mean, in shows like this, they obviously have to, like, pump up the drama somehow. So I was like, did he really have a twin bro- brother? Like, I don't even know. So I had to look that up, too. And yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he did die early. Yeah, and he did die early. But nowhere did I find that her, his mom, like, blamed him for his brother's death, necessarily. Yeah, so I think maybe that was part of the drama part. Yeah. What I found confusing or what I thought about afterwards was, did he really kill Albizzi? Yeah, Albizzi. Renardo? Renardo, yeah. Albizzi? Mm -hmm. Because he had that secret conversation with that guy who killed him prior to that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, did he really kill him or did he not? And I was kind of pondering that for a while because I want to believe he's innocent. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we saw that scene where he was talking to the uh, mercenary. Yeah. Yeah, mercenary. And they had a closed deal that we still don't know, even to the end, that if he killed Mm -hmm. him or not. Yeah. Yeah, that got me really confused, and especially how, like, guilty he felt after as well. Yeah, like, he as, had those dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget what I found about... I mean, like, in real life, like, real history, I know Renardo died, like, much later when he was... Uh, he was in exile for, like, eight years before he died. But as of the show, we don't know exactly what Cosimo did or didn't do. What do you um, think? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel <laughs> like he definitely 
could have had part in it. And, like, as much as we want him to believe he's, like, this squeaky clean kind of guy, obviously he's not. Because, like, I don't know. At least, like, by... Uh, what is it? Oh, I don't know. That he may have told the guys to block him off or something, but... Yeah. Well, remember when he mm-hmm. killed that... Uh, sur- oh, he didn't kill the surgeon, but he wanted it... He mm-hmm. didn't want him to die. Yeah. But still, when Marco killed him, it was kind of like, you shouldn't have killed him. But he kind of accepted the fact that he did and wasn't yeah. really remorseful as a way. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. he kind of got co- uh, colder from that, maybe. Like, he's been used to killing, and it should be okay kind of thing. Yeah, definitely, I think, at least... Like, as you go, like, for any person who... Well, I mean, I can't really say much to this, but, like, once you kind of stepped over that barrier, even though he didn't do it personally, but, like, once someone, like, you've killed someone, obviously there's going to be, like an easier time of it like every time you kind of harm someone I guess in a way I know what you mean like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but I found even then like he understood that like Marco's actions has so much weight to his own like name the Medici name at least because they're so closely um like such good friends I guess they're closely um aligned aligned with each other that yeah if anyone that they know closely does something bad it's gonna tarnish their name which i well happen a lot of times in the series but (laughs) yeah i feel like throughout the series you get the sense where it's the family that matters not the actual person Mm -hmm. so it's the family name that has to live on whereas you as an individual you don't matter as much Mm mm-hmm yeah. And I think that's kind of why he got mad at Costalina. Cost- Contesina. Contesina. There you yeah. go. <laughs> I keep getting yeah. these names wrong. Mm-hmm. But um, that's okay. I feel like that's why he got mad because she didn't put the family first rather than putting his self, her yeah. well-being first, mm-hmm. I should say. In the actual history part, he... Uh, he was uh, indeed exiled instead of uh, killed, but Contessina didn't do her famous scene that I liked so much. It was yeah. just kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah. oh, he's exiled oh, for no. a year. Yeah, was it? Oh, uh, she was five years. He was gone for five years. Right? But um, the ban was for five. The exile was for five years, but he was only exiled for one year because of yeah. how he brought his business with him and the mm-hmm. economy suffered so much that they actually brought him back after yeah. a year. Yeah, it was through his like, own dealings with people that yeah. eventually brought him back anyways. He didn't need... And then he exiled those yeah. ones that betrayed him or were against him, mm-hmm. Yeah, I should say. Like Ronaldo Albizzi, yeah. The next thing. So what did you think about the actors' portrayals? Um, good question. <laughs> I found um Richard Madden who played Cosimo. 
I think he did a fairly good job overall, at least to get like the essence of Cosimo Medici in the fact that like they had those big um what is it like threads of his personality like throughout like him being very much for the people um that definitely came through in his compassion and i found that like he uses like facial expressions it just seems so much more like sincere and like compassionate to like people around him um which i think definitely helped portray like yeah his sympathy for people who may not have quite as much money as him which yeah i don't know what did you think i liked richard too just the fact that he was able to embody cosmo or at least i think he did because we Mm -hmm. never know how they actually are right yeah Mm -hmm. so i felt like his portrayal was really nice and he showed a lot of complex emotions Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when they were showing like the twenty years earlier, and then the twenty mm-hmm. years afterwards, you can tell that there was like a time lips, even though it's yeah. the same actor, and it's the same thing. Yeah. But you felt that when it was twenty years ago, he was actually like twenty, and then when he was twenty years after, he was in his forties. But you could tell that there was a time period there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I definitely, yeah, I found that really cool. Like, the versatility of an actor to, like, play such a wide range of, like, age, too. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely, like, kudos to whoever's doing, like, costume and, like, hair and makeup and stuff like that to make them even look that much younger and that much older, like, to have his hair, like, long and disheveled as um, the younger um, people of that time would have like him and his brother both had like longer hair and he may have been a little more you know lively I guess whereas in his 20 years later in his 40s you could definitely tell like the weight that running this bank has had on him and also like the wisdom that's come with that um he portrays that very very well I liked his Mm -hmm. single stroke of white yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's just like they just wanted to show that he's old, so they throw a little bit of gray hair in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, was there anyone you thought could have done better? Mm, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess I found all of them just like as actors really good. Um, but to portray their own character, I guess... Ooh. How about we know. rephrase the question? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what do you not like about one character? Not like the actor portraying it, but the character itself. Mm, I found Marco just really shady in general. Like, in the end of the s- season, at least, like, you could tell that he was, like, for the Medici family, but, like, at least, like, just. Maybe it's just my own values, but, like, he's a little extreme when it comes to getting information, (laughs) like, killing that one physician and, you know, like, Cosmo has to tell him, like, okay, you're not hurting this guy. You just need to, like, make sure that he's on the same page as you kind of a thing. Um, Yeah, so I guess that part kind of threw me off a bit, but... 
for me, Marco mm-hmm. was more like someone who's experienced a lot of things, so he's been around mm-hmm. the block. Yeah, kind of, I guess. Kind of feeling. Yeah. So I didn't see him per se as well. He was shady, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like that was part. Like I kind of liked that part about him. He, he was mm-hmm. kind of more real. I like, guess, yeah, in a way. Like, he's been around the block. He's kind of, he knows what poverty looks like. He knows those kind of people. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the reason why he killed him was because he was just going to keep asking for more money and more money and more money. Mm-hmm. And uh, in order to stop that, the only way would be to silence him. Right. right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I guess there's always a better way if you want to be really moral about it. Yeah. <laughs> I also, sorry, no. um, I also found it confusing because I think at one point they're like jumping in between um, like 20 years in the past and um, I guess present time for the show um, that didn't really understand like where Marco came from because they were showing like Cosimo in Rome with like all these artist friends that he found and I was confused if he was one of them or like just some like family friend that's been around for a long time I wasn't quite sure about that um, I think um, he not the 20 years ago but they did meet like maybe 18 years ago so it was like it was oh, okay. a different time period that they met yeah. I kind of wanted to mm-hmm. see them actually meeting though and see yeah. how that reaction would be because uh, I don't think Marco would be so open and accepting of Cosmo at the first beginning. So yeah. I thought that mm-hmm. would be another good storyline to do it. To have, I mean. But you yeah. only have eight episodes, so I guess they can't, yeah. can't show everything. Yeah, they gotta find what's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing, <clears throat> I guess we can kind of talk about what didn't really align with history. Um, one really big thing that I found was that his brother Lorenzo, um, Cosimo's brother Lorenzo, was very much married and, like, had a family in real life. Um, and it just kind of made me wonder why they decided not to portray him that way in their show. Like... I think he was I a younger know. brother, too. Yeah. Six mm-hmm. years younger than Cosimo. Yeah. And, uh... He didn't die from assassination. No, he didn't either. So yeah. I think that was just for dramatic effects, maybe? Yeah, I guess. They also didn't... Um, Cosmo had a second son, Giovanni. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, but they didn't add him in. They didn't but put I him guess in there. Because he did die early. Well, not too early, but in his 20s, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I think I saw that. Yeah. He died before Cosmo did anyways. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be the successor. But then, since he died, Piero got the succession. Yeah. And Piero didn't last long as the successor anyways. <laughs> no. But... Yeah. As... For me, Piero was kind of, like, weak-willed. We're kind of off topic, mm, but yeah. as for a character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for... Yeah, but, I mean, in a way, that's what he was, like, in real life, from, like, what I found, that 
Oh, what was... They always give them, like, names, like Piero the... Whatever. I think I can find it here. Like, they would say about him he wasn't as great as his father, but he was still pretty competent. Mm-hmm. They called him um, Piero the Gouty, which... Here I found the definition of gout is an inflammatory arthritis characterized by the current attacks of a red, tender, hot, and swollen joint. So I guess kind of painful guy to be around, <laughs> which you can kind of see in the, maybe in the show he's a little more awkward, awkward and less kind of a pain. But yeah, I don't know. It could be he also mm-hmm. was characterized as that because he had gout on his foot. I guess that could help, too. I didn't read that part. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that works, too. Um, yeah, but I guess in terms of them leaving out that second son, Giovanni, um, it's just to kind of, I guess, enforce or emphasize on, like, the successor of Cosimo to kind of move the story along. I guess the second son wasn't quite as important. <laughs> um, I don't know he kind of was, but yeah. I guess for the story's sake, mm-hmm. he eventually didn't make it anyways. So yeah, there wasn't really much of a point of adding him in. But mm-hmm. um, what? Oh, uh, should we do anything else that was c- wrong? Um, do I have anything else that was wrong? Just kind of little things. Oh. The whole thing with his dad dying was definitely not a murder in real life. Oh, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, when I searched it up online, um, for one thing, his father stepped down before he even died. Um and Cosimo then, like, inherited the bank prior to that. Still in the same year, 1429, when this whole thing started. But, um, yeah, but he died, like, in February, which isn't grape season. He wouldn't even be, like, tasting grapes at that time. So to have him murdered with hemlock on his grape vines... Um, is a little excessive, but I guess it's a way to get the story rolling. And um, yeah, I don't know. How did you feel about the killer being revealed at the end? Mm, yes, I mean after seeing it, it seems very obvious, but was so out of left field for me because I didn't even think about it. Um, right? Who it would be? Uh, it it totally threw me off what was his name he was Hugo Hugo yeah so like their accountant or like secretary or I don't know what you would call him at the time butler butler like the family like guy apparently like ended up hating Giovanni and it's like yes so not even on my radar that it would be him me too. Like, mm-hmm. I felt so surprised. Like, how did this happen? Like, I was thinking yeah. of Lorenzo, to be honest. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. But 
And then I started to feel maybe it's not Lorenzo, maybe it's someone else. Yeah, maybe it's Marco. Like, that was thrown in there, too. But it ended up being Hugo. The most yeah. loyal guy, he turns out to be the... Yeah. It's always like that, though. Yeah. It's always the most mm-hmm. loyal or most trustworthy. Yeah. And then it ends up being them, but... Yeah. It was so well done that we didn't think of the cliché of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the thing. He was so much like a secondary character that, like... You knew he was loyal and you didn't really know much about him that you're just like, oh yeah, this guy helps them with their bank. But you didn't really think that he would be able to to do that. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, what was this? What's the saying? Like, you never get betrayed by like your enemies, right? So it's, yeah, that was really interesting. So what Um, did they get right? What did they get right? So I'm kind of really big into like, the costumes um i kind of looked at that as well and when you think of renaissance you think of like these like big like poofy like stuff and all that which i guess happened at some extent but i when i was looking at like pictures and stuff at least for the women's clothes they were fairly like on point to the style that they would have had back then which was good to see i mean i guess it's a little easier to do costuming rather than storyline to make those things accurate yeah so like the whole undershirt like chemise and then like the overdress was all like to the point and they were very colorful in the show and even the guys with like their shirts and like the slits in them i forget what it's technically called um but then they've got like the shirts like kind of poofing out underneath which um they definitely had on the show as well that was really good or even just the sets in general Mm. um were pretty good like inside like their is it a palace or like their home with all of these like painted walls and all that stuff it's just very like renaissance yeah i think so too i found really good and i mean i guess you got to set it up well Mm -hmm. if you're gonna at least try and make it historically historically accurate or even just to yeah, set up like this is actually the time and place that it happened. What I found was really on point. Yeah, what did you find? I found that um, when, uh, what's her name? Marina? Mariella? Oh, yes. Pre- Mat- like Madalena or whatever. Madalena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When she got pregnant and uh, she's going to have a legitimate baby, mm-hmm. that is accurate. Oh, they yeah. did have. A uh, legitimate son, illegitimate son, mm-hmm. named Carlo, and uh, Const. Oh, I keep butchering their names. <laughs> Const. Contesina. Contesina. Yeah. Really did take care of it mm-hmm. as her own. Yeah. So I found that really interesting, and obviously the characters are real. Yes, they're all fictionally or no, non-fictionally accurate. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, yes. <laughs> yes. They all are. Yeah, so another thing that I found, like, I guess, like, an overarching theme in the show as well is um, Cosmo's, like, love for building and, like, art and all that stuff um, and how it's pretty true to, like, what he did and enjoyed in real life. Um, I was looking it up in, like, the family itself supported... Um, artists like Donatello Brunelleschi I think it's pronounced which um, is the architect 
in the show who um, he commissions to build the dome um, for, I guess, the cathedral that they have in Florence. Um, yeah, so I found that, like, really accurate. One thing that I did find, though, was that, like, um, I don't think they actually ended up building the dome. But he contracted him to, um, like, uh, draw up, like, an estate for the Medici family, um, which happened to be, like, the first break on their, like, stance of, like, humility and, like, we're not going to flaunt our wealth. But then they have this big palace built. Um, Yeah, but, like, mm, just his love for, like all these artists and supporting them I found just very very true to what Cosimo was about in real life um one thing I found was that he supported the humanities I guess which is like the like artisan type things Mm -hmm. like oh what is that the artists the sorry libraries yeah libraries um yeah like just the hardworking people of Florence, which, yeah, which, it's a good thing to get right in the show. Like, out of all the things that you need to get right, it's a pretty big one to Mm -hmm. nail down, which I think they did a good job on. So this was Greening Histories, and once again, I'm Kiana. And I'm Tori. And... Uh, we'll see you next episode where we'll do a movie this time. Yeah, or I next time. Yeah, um, we'll be doing The King, a new movie that came out, I guess, next last Friday. Yes. So it'll be nice. We've got one from a few years ago, and now we've got something current to talk about. Um, yeah. So we'll see you guys, or here. We'll talk to you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Okay.